This is Sounds Like Relict, a collaboration between Sounds Like Adventure and Houndsong Games to celebrate the launch of the Kickstarter for Relict. Hello and welcome to Sounds Like Relict. It's me, Jack. Hey, how you going? Thanks for joining us today. We're so excited to bring you this limited run series in collaboration with Houndsong Games. So if you don't know what Houndsong Games is and you don't know what Relict is, then keep listening because Chris from Houndsong Games is joining me in just a moment to break down everything you need to know to be able to enjoy this show. But basically, this is a limited run series where we're joined by Chris and Chris is going to run us through a game of Relict. So Relict is this fully independent tabletop system. It's really unique. It's got its own special things going on and I can't wait for you to hear more about it. So in today's episode, Chris will break down everything you need to know. Then after that, Chai and Jacob are going to join us and the three of us are going to talk about our characters for this game. But as you may have already noticed, there's another episode in the feed. So if you want to dive straight into the action, all you need to do is listen to the first part with me and Chris explaining the system, and then you can dive straight into the episode. But if you want to go to that extra mile and you want to learn a little bit more about our characters and our motivations behind them, then go ahead and listen to the full episode. But hey, with all that in mind, here's Chris. Chris, welcome to the show. Jack, good to see you again. So let's set the scene first. For anyone who doesn't know what Relict is, what's Relict? Relict is uh, the last year of my life. Um, (laughs) Relict is a free open source tabletop role-playing game system. Uh, and it is totally free. You can go to relictrpg.com right now, gather your friends up and get a game going. And Relict RPG is a free tabletop role-playing game system designed to power awesome characters on incredible adventures. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 28th of February in Australian time. So Kickstarter launched yesterday. How, it, how are things going at this stage? We have already met our initial goal. And in fact, we've already met a special stretch goal or a special for the Sounds Like Relict effort in particular, which we just hit that right before we jumped on the call here. So I am still kind of flying high on that part. Um, We've got a bunch more stretch goals rolling out here. Basically, what we're doing is every time we hit another milestone, we're adding more adventure modules to the overall Kickstarter effort. And that is going to be added to everybody's backer rewards. So the more that we fund, the more everybody's getting. So we want to keep the train rolling, but we've already hit what we needed to hit. And I'm just, I'm over the moon about it. So if you like what you're about to hear for this special campaign, then if you back the Kickstarter campaign, then you could bring it to your own table, essentially, is what we're talking about here. We're going to bring Chai and Jacob in in just a few moments uh, to talk characters. But before then, let's talk a little bit about how characters work in Relict. So every character is a multi-class in Relict. So before we break down how multi-classing works, why was multi-classing an important thing that you wanted to focus on? I always like to play wacky, weird combo characters. Um, sometimes been maxi trying to find like the most optimal thing. And sometimes because I have a crazy character concept and I just want them to play a certain way to embody this like role-playing idea. Um, and that's hard to do in a lot of systems. It's not impossible. You know, you can certainly accomplish things that get you where you want to go. Uh, but to me, I really enjoy that level of flexibility and being able to walk into a system and just be like, here's the character I want to be. I want it to play like that just out of the gate. So the goal I set for myself with Relict was I wanted to be able to point to any 
pick a pop culture character, pick a fantasy character, whatever, and say, these are the classes that would be. And I wanted to build a system that accommodated that. So in Relict, you multi-class is the easiest way to, to describe it, but it's actually more like you build your custom class from these components that are part of the system. And that becomes the character that you play that is good and bad at the things that you want your character to be. So let's break down the different types of classes for each character because each each character has three classes in Relict. So first, tell me about the main class. What does this represent? So your major class is what we call it. That is, the, the way to think about this is like your character is a person who has presumably grown up over a lifetime or come from somewhere. Your major class is the thing that you are most good at. It is possibly something that you were doing from a young age or that you received the majority of your training on. Uh, if you think about it in our world, it might be what you majored in in college. It could be you know something along those lines, but it is your core aspect of like, this is what I do. This is my thing. Then second class, minor class. What's that? Your minor class, a good way to think about it is this is something that I maybe came into later, you know, again, with the college metaphor. All right, I left university. I had all of this expertise and deep dive background from my major class. I got out into the workforce and I found out that this is the job I was doing and I got cross-trained on this and I have a lot of experience in this, but it's not where I came from. It's not where I got my earliest sort of training in, but it's something that you've picked up along the way and you're pretty good at. And then finally... We're keeping it spicy. We have the influence class at the end here. What does that mean? The influence class, sticking with that general metaphor, influence is a knack. It's something that like, yeah, I don't know, for example, a whole ton about audio editing. But if I was an influence class, like the influence class of Chris might be like, all right, well, we started putting together a podcast and I learned how to run some stuff. That doesn't mean I'm an expert in this by any means. I got to stop and look things up. It takes a lot more effort for me to do it than someone like Jack to do it. But I can put something together more than I could have a couple of years ago. And then last of all, so Chai, Jacob and I, we've all taken three the three class option for our characters. But there is an option where you can just take two classes and you can take a generalist option. How does that work? What that does is gives you some stat buffs and some bonus uh, perk choices, things like specialty armor training or like the ability to sprint during a round or that kind of thing. So different perks. And that kicks in a couple of times at different levels as you level up, which keeps you more or less on par with characters who went with a three-class build. So you either have more tools, specialty tools at your disposal through spells and abilities, or you go, I really, I'm going to focus on these two here and I'm going to go general and just get some stats and mathematical buffs on top of that. So there's more to this system and we are going to encounter different things throughout each episode. So when that happens, we'll have on a little explainer as Chris explains how it's all going to work. So listen out for it, but that's probably all you need to know to understand what you'll hear in this very first episode. However, I wanted to bring Chai and Jacob in so they can share what their character ideas are. Uh, But before we do that, I want to just set the scene a little bit about how this setting and story is going to start. So can you set the scene? Where are our characters? Where are we going? What are we doing? Our adventure begins as the prison ship Doubleback Keen is returning to port after a several-month-long brutal, dangerous, difficult, penal voyage, doing hard labor, returning home to the city of Tumblefray, a beautiful, deeply corrupt, glistening port city on the bay. That is where we join you guys. 
that's all you need to know. So if you want to jump into the episode right now, stop listening here, press pause, uh, go and play the next episode. But if you want to hear Chai, Jacob and myself explain our characters, our different class choices, all that kind of stuff, then that's what we're going to do now. Um, and Chris, you'll break down sort of what that means, uh, a whole type of extra bits and pieces around the character. So if you want some of that extra spice, stick around. However, if you'd love to just jump into the action, it's there, it's waiting, it's ready to go right now in your podcast app. So just press play. Otherwise, Chris, we'll see you in a moment with uh, Chai and Jacob. Absolutely. Let's do it. Jacob, welcome. Howdy ho. Hey Chai, how are you going? Pretty good, how are you? We're here, we're ready to get underway. So Chris, to start things out, can you give us a little primer on the world that we're going to be playing in for this story? I am so excited to welcome you guys to the world of Rubica. The city that we're going to be focusing this little adventure on is called Tumblefray, an independent port city nestled on the slopes of the lovely Mount Rook built among colossal ruins of civilizations long past with many dark secrets lurking both beneath the waves and the surface. This, ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, this is part of a broader setting that uh, all of the testing that has gone into developing Relict has been based in. We've been building out this world kind of with different groups and different places as events have been happening. Uh, shout out to my brother, Scott, for helping me flesh out and write this city. I feel like I could truly set a whole campaign here, uh, but we don't have time for that today. So I'm going to torture you guys with some really intense, quick events that are uh, going to push you in all sorts of fun and interesting ways. I can't wait to dive into it here. That is awesome. So let's talk a little bit about our characters now. So Chai, let's start out with you. Tell us about your character. So I'm playing what is... A devout follower of a deity, of a god, and the god is the god of balance, the god of present, the present, and kind of like the god of karma. So my character is major class paladin, then a minor class avatar, he's an avatar of that god, and as an influence class he's playing, it's a knight, so what he does, he goes around and tries to balance out the world, finds things that are too good, too bad, and makes them a bit more balanced. It's the, the holy gray Jedi of, uh, of, of, how do you pronounce the name of that god, rather? Chameleon, yeah. It's canon now, I have decreed. <laughs> well, if, if you, if you, like, I came up with that just for myself, because I, I thought it was funny, uh, kind of like a wordplay on karma. We're setting the stage now, boys. This is uh, this. The world is being built around us. So ah, guess what? We have a god of balance and karma and related things. <laughs> if you think about my character, his name is George, and he has a a church title, which is young man, which is kind of like a journeyman. So he like he's journeying around and doing the deed of the god. I guess at some point becomes an elder man or something. I uh, haven't really thought about that, but right now he's young man George, or they are, because they are a shapeshifter, which really helps them in what they're doing. They can take on the form of the wronged party and go on and do vengeance or 
right the wrongs, wrong the rights to find that balance. I want to be I want to be really clear about the person that you have created here by by with, just with these selections from my view as the as the game master. Uh you have created a double heavily armored avenging avatar of people who have been wronged or tormented or slain or or you know whatever who will show up to the aggrieved party's place of business, residence, person wherever they find them, in the shape of their victim, who is now somehow, in their view, a heavily armored crusading knight empowered with the infused magic essence of a god for vengeance. Exactly. Welcome to Relic, everybody. This is... uh, (laughs) uh, That is gonna be so much fun. But I'm also... I have to point out, it's not only... Writing the wrongs, he's also wronging the rights. So if someone, if someone is doing too well, the balance is out as well. So there must be something to even it out. That is somehow a very like to borrow a parlance, a lawful agent of chaos. Like it's just like oh, things are going pretty well for us here now. This is hey, who are you? Why do you look like my mother? Oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is gonna be fun like uh to put it a bit like philosophical in order for you to have more than someone that someone needs to have less than you so i'm just here to make that balance it out a bit you know and it is not surprising to me i i don't know how much you've planned this but you have come to a city that is so steeped in the essence of like city-state capitalism and colonialism and everything like this is a city where there are very stark divides uh it's a it's an independent city-state it's made its wealth through this trade with other places and other regions and whatnot and there very much are people who are doing really well because they made sure someone else was not and vice versa and this is a very good hunting ground for your terrifying specter of vengeance that you've... Uh... <laughs> per- perfect. Like, I-, I didn't know anything about the setting beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you pitched this character, and I was like, oh, that's... Yeah, the God of Balance would have an interest in this place. Okay, okay, this is coming together. Love that. And Jacob, tell us about your character. All right, so I am playing Leopold Brynn. A sort of short, spindly dwarf, um, very lithe, is sort of on that ever pursuit of knowledge, uh, whether that be good knowledge, whether that be bad knowledge, um, and uh, I would say very morally grey. Um, if if his pursuit of knowledge takes him somewhere where most wouldn't go, he's he's ready to venture there. I think he would. Leo is someone who would he would cut down his own mother to find something out. He's got. Not in a but but the thing is it's not in a malicious intent it's in a academic intent like he's always the the goal is that knowledge the goal is the pursuit of of pushing the bounds. I don't want to hurt you, but I could really use a diagram of a nervous system right now. hundred like, percent. Yeah, that okay. is that is Leo in a nutshell. What classes did you pick for Leo? I think I really want to. Yeah. Leo. So Leo's a plague doctor. So delves in a lot of uh, chemical 
chemical warfare, basically. He's like a localized <laughs> chemical warfare agent. Leo is a problem. Leo, Leo, Leo is not. Yeah, Leo is is a problem. And 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 then Dynamancer as a minor class. I think yet again delving into magics that affect a lot of things around him that eh, help him pursue his goals. I guess Dynamancer is a pretty unique class to relic. Um, it's it has a lot to do with exchange between fundamental forces like galvanism and gravity and electromagnetism and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I love just the the storytelling in the selection of these classes here. Brings us to his influence class, which is a shadow mage. I did pick this with like a bit of trepidation, given that my a lot of my characters recently have had shadow <laughs> influences <laughs> but um but i did think it fit um like you know I mean, a lot of his work needs to be done in secret a lot of his stuff is not for prying eyes i think for leo uh just the progression of i'm gonna be a plague doctor i'm gonna look into the medicine and the sciences of the body and the maladies and the this and the concoctions dynamancy is interesting how do these forces interact and how can i use them in an unusual way and then shadow mage ooh getting into something darker and secret and what is staring back out of this pool of void and darkness and what could go wrong nothing yeah. nothing uh because <laughs> because our good friend jack is here to make sure that nothing does go wrong isn't that right yeah it's the first time ever on this podcast that i get to play a character which is really exciting um so yeah uh we've obviously got two crazy characters <laughs> that are here um, in terms of Chai's and Jacob's characters. So I needed somebody who could fit between these two polarities um, and bring them together in some way. So I'm playing a character named Zane, who's actually from Tumblefray, super poor, um, almost immediately orphaned, fell in with a gang, learned to be, you know, a rough operator, rough and tumble kind of guy. And, you know, some time passed, opportunity comes his way. He, he goes on and betrays the leader of the gang and comes across Leo in that sense. And Leo sort of secrets him out of the city and he falls in um, with Leo, becomes his assistant. So yeah, he sort of helps Leo out of this sense of duty. It's not really like, uh, he's not afraid of Leo or anything like that. I think they have like a friendship, you know, he's more of a normal guy, um, despite being a bit of a thug, but He's not like as in on the research as Leo is. So he's sort of yearning for something bigger than uh, this horrible stuff. <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, I've left the mean streets to do the, oh God, oh, oh, oh God, Leo, what are we doing? <laughs> but he does it well, right? So he's like, okay, look, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of blood, but look, I do the job well. So at least I can fall back on that. Uh, did we cover the classes that uh, good old Zane is playing here? Main class is Scoundrel, um, which feels very accurate. Um, then minor class is Warrior. Um, then influence class is Assassin. Because it felt like, you know, he's probably learned a, a couple of tips and tricks um, from working with Leo, brewing a couple of poisons and stuff like that. So I think it's his, his influence class rather than something he's, he's really equipped to do all the time. And the influence class is such a great place for that, the way the system works. As I'm sure people have 
kind of picking up as we're talking here. Zane is a scoundrel. That's what he does. He does tricks and, and dirty fighting and ways to hide things and secret codes and all this other kind of stuff. Warrior as your as your uh, minor class. It's yeah. This this is something I'm practiced in. This is something I'm good at. But it's not kind of where I came from. It's something I went out and learned probably later in life as an adult or as a result of like things coming together and the things you experience. And then, yeah, as as you so aptly put, your influence class, which you don't have to use, you can make a two-class character, but when you make an influence class, that's like, this is not something I'm necessarily all about. This is a trick I've learned. This is something I've picked up along the way. So the idea of Zane taking that scoundrel and that warrior background being like, all right, well, I'm learning some poisons. I'm learning some reagents. I'm learning some alchemy from this guy that I've been hanging out with this past little while here. All right. I can, I can apply that to my kind of thing. And that's what an assassin is to Zane. I mean, that's just, it's like chef's kiss. (laughs) I am so looking forward to having these characters come together and seeing how this, uh, this shakes out here. And finally, before we wrap things up for this episode, Chris, can you tell us the name of this campaign? Our campaign is called Ten Silvers Bent. I am so, so excited to bring you guys along on this lovely, fun, upbeat adventure where nothing bad happens. Nothing bad ever happens around here. Roll the tape. (laughs) Well, with all that in mind... Stick around, folks. The next episode's available in your podcast app right now. Join us for the first episode of Ten Silvers Bent. You've been listening to Sounds Like Relict, a collaboration between Sounds Like Adventure and Hounsong Games to celebrate the launch of the Kickstarter for Relict. Relict is a free tabletop role-playing game system designed to power awesome characters on incredible adventures, and the Kickstarter is happening right now. So if you liked what you heard today and you'd like to play Relict yourself, head over to the Kickstarter and back the campaign. There's some amazing books on offer and even a stretch goal to turn the campaign that we're playing right now into a module. So if you'd like to bring 10 Silvers Bent to your table, then back the campaign now. The link is in the show notes. So with all that in mind, we'll catch you next week for the next episode of Sounds Like Relict.